Inflammation is like this forest fire that's burning through our body. It's affecting all systems, all organs, affecting the immune system. It's almost like there's a fire alarm going off and this fire station has 100 firemen running around trying to put fires out. And we start to feel it as symptoms like joint pain, IBS type symptoms, any type of gut issues, headaches, migraines. We have a lot of symptoms in our bodies, not realizing that a lot of those are actually rooted in inflammation. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna put them on and take control of yourself. Join a sister and a Dr. Shivani Gupta is an Ayurvedic practitioner with over 20 years of experience studying Ayurveda in the U.S. and India. As a busy wife and mother of two, Dr. Gupta understands the challenges modern women face when it comes to putting their health and well-being first. She has become an advocate for self-care. She has dedicated her career to fuse East and West practices for self-care, digestion, stress reduction, and metabolism. Thank you so much, Dr. Shivani, for joining us. We're so excited to have you on the podcast today and to talk about hormone health and inflammation. For sure. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for coming on. And we saw that you have over 20 years of experience in studying Ayurveda. I'm going to try to say right, Ayurvedic medicine in the US and in India. What were some of the aspects of Ayurvedic medicine that attracted you to it and that you want to implement to your patients? You know, all of Ayurvedic medicine is so powerful because it's a preventive lifestyle. It's this lifestyle that shows us how to stay healthy, how to bring body, mind, and spirit into alignment, how to keep our bodies the healthiest they can be through detoxing annually, through living according to circadian rhythm, through understanding our individual mind-body constitution, and how to reduce that systemic inflammation that's so problematic by using herbs and spices and foods and teas and different things that can support our health overall. Amazing. And for anyone who may not know what like specifically Ayurvedic medicine is, could you give us a explanation of what the medicine or what it uses in terms of uh, methodologies? Sure. So it's an ancient system of medicine from India. It's over 5,000 years old. It uses a lot of different tools in its toolkits. So first, herbs and spices, which now nowadays we use a lot of them in supplement form because they're so potent. It uses lifestyle medicine, so really giving those tips around sleep, around diet, and things like that. And then Ayurveda also does profound detoxes on people, seasonal detoxes or annual detoxes. So that's typically the toolkit we're going to reach into to help shift someone's health. Amazing. What do these detoxes kind of entail? So it just depends. So when I want someone to do like a seasonal detox, I'll ask for something as light as like, just let's do a seven day inflammation detox and reset. But annually, we recommend something called Panchakarma. And anyone with PCOS, we would recommend doing a profound annual detox that's two to three weeks long. And it's really multi-layer. So we, we're going to ask you to fast. We're going to ask you to juice cleanse. We're going to ask you to consume a lot of herbs and spices that you might not think taste so good. But when you go to India and do these kinds of detoxes, I've done them in preparation for pregnancy and things like that. They're doing intense oil massages. You're doing all the really intense self-care rituals from Ayurveda to cleanse every layer, like colonic, enema, you name it, they're going to do it to you. But it's like the most ultimate oil change 
of your life. <laughs> wow. We recommend you do it annually to really cleanse every tissue layer of the system. Yeah, it's kind of like a big reset, right? So you can reset everything in the body and then put the good stuff back in so it's not competing with the bad stuff. Exactly. Amazing. A lot of women with PCOS, as you know, struggle with chronic inflammation. It really drives a lot of our symptoms, especially weight gain, especially fertility, insulin resistance, like it all just comes down to inflammation. So, you know, finding ways for like daily detoxes is also helpful too, if not a full on like three week detox in India. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And Ayurveda does teach us, teach us ways to detox daily. We have self-care rituals in Ayurveda, like using a copper tongue scraper. So you can scrape the tongue gently seven to 14 times. And we teach that every organ of the body is reflected on the tongue, just like it's reflected on the bottom of the feet. And so by gently scraping the tongue, you're detoxing all the organs or wow. we teach Dry brushing. Dry brushing is another great way to move the lymphatic system. And when you do that before bed, when you're sleeping, the body is more supported in clearing that lymphatic system out, which is also going to help us be less inflamed. Well, I, I use a tongue scraper every morning and every night. So that's that means I'm helping detoxing my body every every yeah. night and day. Nice. Yeah. I feel so good when I dry brush. It's been a minute since I've done it though. I have yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah, so bringing it back and just remembering that sometimes we think of self-care as like, oh my gosh, it's just another thing on my list and I have to do it. And then of course it's going to fall off our list of things to do. But I like to teach it as part of our evening self-care rituals from Ayurveda that are all there to support de support us in detoxing. Because when we're in our inflammatory state, which most of us in modern day times are inflamed, then unfortunately we have all the punishments that come with inflammation. It's more likely to give us obesity, chronic disease, inflammatory diseases, all those different issues. And so when I do my tongue scraping and dry brushing, I'm like, this is my investment in my health. And if yeah. I don't do it, I have this clogged up system and then I can't complain when I can't lose weight or my skin doesn't look good or all those issues are happening because I'm not doing the rituals that would get me there. Yeah. 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 And, sp and speaking of um, today's episode and topic that we will cover is going to be mainly about inflammation and how it impacts obesity in PCOS women. So let's, let's kind of dive into that. We want to talk about the cause um, and, and how to reduce it via supplements, lifestyle, diet, and so forth. Can we first talk about the connection uh, between how um, inflammation can start wrapping up in the body and how that can actually cause obesity in PCOS women? Yes. So the thing is, there is a relationship between obesity, inflammation, and metabolic system and metabolic syndrome. And so those things are all interlinked together. And the problem is when the body is inflamed, we're going to have more obesity. But when we're obese, it's hard to reduce inflammation. And if we don't reduce inflammation, we won't reduce obesity. So it becomes this really weird catch-22 cycle that we end up stuck in. And so a lot of times when people talk about, oh, I need to lose weight. Well, first, we need to reduce our chronic inflammation if we want to win at weight. Otherwise, we'll be caught in those loops. And so that's where inflammation becomes very interesting because not only is it problematic from a chronic disease standpoint, and you know a lot of people don't quite understand inflammation. Inflammation is like this forest fire that's burning through our body. It's affecting all systems, all organs, affecting the immune system. It's almost like there's a fire alarm going off and this fire station has 100 firemen running around trying to put fires out. 
And we start to feel it as symptoms like joint pain, IBS type symptoms, any type of gut issues, headaches, migraines. We have a lot of symptoms in our bodies, not realizing that a lot of those are actually rooted in inflammation. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it becomes so problematic is even obesity is, is affected by our inflammation, our metabolism as well. And so the more we can look at inflammation and say, okay, what am I doing to address it? Am I having a diet that's inflammatory? Do I have high stress levels? Is my sleep poor? Sleep impacts inflammation. All these things can impact it as well as herbs and spices and help us reduce that inflammation. Yeah, so for example, if you were to eat, let's say some an inflammatory food, once your body, once that food is inside your body, it can uh, basically cause inflammation, for example, due to um, the food passing through your gut lining or any other reasons. So that's when, when that inflammation happens, as a result, your body starts to experience symptoms like brain fog or fatigue, joint pain, because it's dealing with that inflammation in that given moment. And if you continuously add on to that inflammation, like you were saying, it's like a fire, you're basically adding onto the fire. Now that in turn can break your metabolism. Yeah. What it does is it's causing a distraction. Instead of the system being in rest and digest, instead of the system being aligned, instead of the system even being in homeostasis, the body wants to be regulated and on a good path. The problem is our modern day society is making it nearly impossible for us. And that's why it's becoming more and more common and prevalent to have issues like endometriosis, PCOS, infertility. Like I have not met a woman who's not having issues with her female reproductive organs at this point. If they're not in your 20s, they're in your 30s. It's not in your 30s, you're in perimenopause and menopause. But regardless, each decade is harder because we're already walking in inflamed. And yeah. so that's where it's we have to take that ownership and power back and look at our lifestyle, look at our environmental toxins, look at our food and say, okay, how do I really gently, lovingly, work on the obesity piece, which is common, it's prevalent in our country, and work on my inflammation simultaneously so I can win at this battle. Mm-hmm. I think one of the most interesting, like on a bio, like chemical level is how inflammation kind of makes your cell metabolism slow down. So your cells aren't responsive to the hormone insulin. And then that makes it harder for you to utilize and the food you're eating as energy you know, the cell metabolism slows down. It's not able to pick up the sugar in the bloodstream and like burn it for energy because it's inflamed and it's locked up and it's not responding to hormones like insulin. And then that just leads to gaining more weight, which leads to more inflammation, which leads to gaining more weight and more inflammation. And eventually when it reaches, you know, a point where it's obesity, then it's really difficult to um, lose weight at that point because there are layers to it. And, you know, it has taken time and um, an imbalance to get to that point. And then it's going to take like a different process than cutting calories and working out more to reverse that at that level. Zinc, vitamin D, magnesium, B12. These are all the vitamins that we're deficient in because of PCOS and the list grows on. If there was only a way to get all of these into one supplement bundle without going on a massive online search. Hello. What? Isn't that why we created Metabolism Plus? Oh, you mean our supplement line that covers all the nutrients and vitamins a woman with PCOS needs in one bundle? Yes. 
Sisters, when I was diagnosed with PCOS, I was so overwhelmed with researching all the different supplement companies, and eventually I had a huge collection of bottles in my cabinet that I couldn't even keep up with. So with that in mind, we created a bundle of four essential supplements that have the fundamental nutrients for women with PCOS, and it's called Metabolism Plus. Not only does our bundle include omega-3, coenzyme Q10, curcumin, but it even has a multivitamin designed to fill nutrient gaps that are common in women with PCOS. And what makes it really special is that all of our supplements are NSF certified, which means they are third-party tested for purity and accuracy. Head over to ovafit.org to order your Metabolism Plus bundle today. That's ovafit.org. Okay, stop smelling. The link is in the description. How dare you? You hit it right on the nail. Like the fact that it is a multi-layer process to build it up means it has to be a multi-layer process to bring it back down. And usually we look at it and say, okay, well, I'll just cut my calories. I'm just going to eat a lot less. I'm just going to go protein and cut down, cut down. And first of all, it's not sustainable. We all know that, or we do it every day, easily, effortlessly. And then secondly, it's not the best path forward. The best path forward is cut the inflammation first. Let those cells all start to vibrate and function at the right level at optimal. Then they're there to support you for whatever the next step is. So I think it's really reduce inflammation, do a great detox, support the body in removing those environmental toxins and things that are in the way. Then let's talk about dieting, exercise, and movement. But if we're not going to do the first two and get those first layers out of the way, then we're just battling with ourselves, like straight up battling, trying to barge through the door and win. And there's no winning because you're yeah. you're literally running your head into a door. Yeah. So for, for someone who is, let's say someone who has PCOS, who is currently overweight and they're trying to lose weight and they know that they have excess inflammation. So they want to address the inflammation. What could be, uh, if we get like break it down into steps, what, what could be some of the steps that they can start taking, maybe starting today in terms of lifestyle, diet, and supplements? My number one before everything would be to fix your sleep. Most mm. people underestimate sleep. And in Ayurveda, we teach about circadian medicine, the circadian clock. And so circadian clock just means living according to nature's clock. And if we can just adjust sleep where we are sleeping from 10 to 2 on the clock, the Ayurveda clock says 10 to 2 is when the fires of our body, the pitta energy is strongest. And so we're most supported in detoxing and clearing inflammation from 10 to 2. So investing in quality sleep, whether you drink a deep sleep tea, whether you take a formula, whatever you do to get that perfect sleep, getting deep quality sleep is going to be your first step at starting to reduce inflammation gently from the body. Yeah. And then number two would be start moving. You know, we underestimate the importance of movement and exercise. I'm a huge fan of exercise. I need it for my mental health and happiness, but I also recommend walking in nature. We think walking is nothing, but walking in nature will reset your circadian rhythm. It's going to reduce inflammation because it's going to help with anxiety. It's going to help calm you down, help you process your thoughts by moving. So that would be my number two. Mm -hmm. And my number three is using powerful herbs, spices, and supplements. So nice. turmeric from Ayurveda is my favorite. My whole PhD was on turmeric. So I love the whole world understanding. Yeah, I remember reading that about you. Like that's 
very so cool. yeah it's so cool that you did your phd on turmeric looking at all the benefits and I, I know you also started your own supplement company and you have turmeric uh a turmeric complex as well and we have the same kind of uh passion towards turmeric and curcumin as well like we did a lot of research we don't have a phd but we probably looked at your research and we saw the amazing benefits it has for pcos and inflammation and uh metabolism in general so we also started we we also added turmeric and curcumin to our line as well but yeah could you touch on um on turmeric and like why you find it to be so powerful for inflammation and um overall pcos for sure so turmeric is such a powerful anti-inflammatory to the body we have seen all over the science that tumor can replace nsaids they've done knee, knee osteoarthritis trials and shown that instead of nsaids you can take turmeric instead of celebrex and other things you can take turmeric you can cut opioid use down by taking turmeric so it is such a powerful anti-inflammatory that it'll get rid of your pain that should also show you how powerful it is at just going after the root cause of inflammation whether you feel the difference in your pain or not, it's going to do its job. And then part two to that, it's a very powerful antioxidant. So a lot of why we take so many superfoods out there is the antioxidant benefit. But within turmeric itself, it's going to go after the things causing oxidative stress in the body and shut those down. So not only is it getting rid of your current oxidative stress, it's getting rid of your future oxidative stress in your body, which I love because it's like doing my job of anti-aging so powerfully as I'm moving forward. And then number three, one thing I really love is it's an immune modulator. It's antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. So talk about like an all-around great support. It's going to go into the body and do what you need, even if you don't know what you need. Like I have found that turmeric will go after the big problems, then the medium-sized problems, then it'll go after really subtle, smaller problems. Like people will say, I had gingivitis and suddenly that's gone. So I think it's so powerful to see how beautifully turmeric like merges with the body and works with the body. Yeah. And it's interesting because if you look at the science, there's even science happening that I'm working with in nutrigenomics, where we're digging into why is it so well received by so many genes in the body? It's almost weird how many it can interplay with. And I'm really curious if we can publish more science on that as well, because when it comes to female health issues, we are complex being, we are multi-system, multi-organ. Our endocrine system is complex. So if it can combine and join in and hook up to so many different aspects of us and simmer down that entire systemic inflammation that's wreaking havoc, then to me, it's like that number one way to just get to the root of the problem and heal it. And then while it's doing that, okay, now we have that energy, we have less fatigue, we have less brain fog, we almost get our motivation back and space to go after the lifestyle practices as the second step. I love that. I love that. And that's what people always, um, including myself, people gravitate towards the supplements first because it's the easiest thing to kind of start with because like lifestyle changes, diet change are the hardest to kind of do consistently. But a supplement you can just take in the morning and it's like, okay, I'm done. That was, that was, accomplishment so i can move on true true and if you're busy and you can't do everything at least use the one potent tool in the toolkit that'll get you there yeah and then as you can gradually add on lifestyle then you get to do those slowly yeah i feel the same way especially around the holidays when things get stressful and you can't like eat 
healthy or gluten and dairy free or whatever it is you're trying to do. And you, you can't seem to get consistent, but like, at least you can just take your supplements in the morning, check that off the list. There's no like holiday distraction from that, unless you forgot to take it with you on your trip. You know, if you're like visiting family, (laughs) but other than that, it's like the one solid thing, you know, if you take your curcumin that it's going to do this and you know you just take it once in the morning that's it yeah and there are great supplements to help deal with the problems of gluten like i live gluten-free and i find the holidays way more difficult i have to drink protein shakes on my way out to parties i have to know 90 percent chance i'm going to eat dairy but try to not eat gluten but there will be gluten in something that's going to hurt and so i do carry a certain enzymes by certain companies that'll help me process gluten just so i'm not in so much pain during the holiday yeah Yeah. that makes sense i did want to ask about food but just to kind of go back to uh turmeric and curcumin for a second i have two questions one is like do you recommend to take it in the morning and two do you recommend to take it on an empty stomach or with food great questions number one i would take it six to eight hours apart every day so i would take two of them but breakfast and lunch or breakfast and afternoon snack, like that kind of spread, just because turmeric has a fast uptake, it's going to get used by the body and then it's done. Mm. And so a lot of people like to just take all their supplements in the morning and that's it. That's not the preferred way to do it. I get it though. Cause even I sometimes don't get another round in, so it's up to you, but I would prefer people spread it out. That's one. Two, when it comes to with food, the American diet is so lacking in spices. Most people can't process a supplement as potent as turmeric without food. Mm. So I always start everybody with food just to play it safe, just so we don't get any IBS or diarrhea or issues or GI upset. Um, So I like people to start with food for the first couple of days. And then once they've settled, their system understands what's happening, then they can take it without food anytime. Yeah, because that uh, that was my understanding too. Because turmeric, curcumin is essential. The herb is essentially a food, so you can take it by itself. But yeah. I, I like what you said, though. If you're, if you're for the first time, take it with uh, breakfast just to make sure it's safely digests into your into your stomach. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So let's let's jump into food for a second, because of course, uh, a big aspect of what causes inflammation is also the food itself. So we uh, touch a little bit on gluten, but could you also expand a bit more on what foods? can add on to that inflammation and what foods people should focus on and remove and so forth? Sure. So I usually focus on the top five inflammatory foods, and those are gluten, dairy, sugar, alcohol, red meat, depending on your digestive system. So I the really- first three are like our list. So you, you know, yeah, we're, we're on the same page, please. We're with yeah. So I tell everyone that and packaged food, processed foods. So if yes. we can cut gluten- Honestly, that's like the elephant in the room. I know it's the hardest one. I know it took me a long time to get off of gluten. But now that I've been on it, half of my life issues are gone. I have twice as much access to my brain to do the work I want to do in the world. My energy levels are better. Um, I used to have like this upset stomach after every meal of my whole life. And that went away. So the first thing I detox people off of in my program is gluten. And then- Dairy is very subjective. Some of us are better at dairy than others. I try to take away cow's milk and give them feta cheese if I can. Um, It's hard though, because when you're out and about, you're not always getting access to feta over regular dairy. That's Uh, true. Sugar sugar we know is poison, straight up poison. It's like cocaine to the brain. So that one, we all know we don't want to do the work, but we know. Alcohol, we know now more than two drinks a week, poison. Literally Literally poison. Literally poison. Yeah. 
Huh. It's cancer. No huh. one's convincing me that alcohol is good for you. No one is convincing <laughs> yeah. me. No. And so then Heart health or whatever. Yeah. And so then it's really about like, can we be choosy? Can we choose? Like I choose to build this vessel of health and I know that I have sovereignty over this body. And so I look at alcohol as, you know what? I do want my Chardonnay, but I'm going to have it once a week and I'm going to make it really good. Or yes. I just want to have it. Yeah. And so that's kind of that discernment. I have that with dessert too. I'm glad to have a bite or two of something, but it should be like epic chocolate cake in the best restaurant. Not yeah. like something passing by unconscious that's just going to inflame me, cause trouble. And I didn't even savor and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Just like mindless eating where it just, it's not even worth it. I'm with yeah. you 100%. Like if it's, yeah. if we're out, you know, I'm going to have a glass of wine. If it's Halloween, I'm going to have nerds, you sure. know, it's just like once in a while, I'm going to enjoy it. You know, if it I really makes you if enjoy I it more. To. Yeah, totally. And even dairy, which like, I know it's going to inflame me a bite of like the traditional, you know, Christmas dessert that my mom makes. I'm going to have a bite just like, it's fine. But generally like most days, absolutely not because I'm like focused, but other days you're living your life and that's fine too. Yeah. yeah, I think it's very much about balance. I don't think we have to be 100% perfect unless we're trying to very actively treat and win at the goal. Then yes, you have to do perfection because you're in a detox or you're in a plan to win at the goal. Um, but these inflammatory foods, the more we can get ourselves 80-20 or 90-10 yes. with them, the better off we are. So I am 100% gluten-free unless it's like my mom's one thing I love most in life and I'm visiting her. But other than that, I think it's just so important that we understand that these foods are poison. And if they're poison to us, they're just going to set us off. And then we're never going to get to win at these health goals. And so PCOS ties to infertility. And a lot of these have big consequences. And so I really invite everyone to look at your diet and say, how am I going to just really reduce these things and find good alternatives? We're very lucky nowadays for how many alternatives there are even to alcohol, to sugar, to, to dairy, to gluten. There's a lot of options and there's a lot of recipes out there. People can use to just cut those way down almost to nothing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm with you. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So we, we covered all the kinds of, uh, all aspects of inflammation on this episode, we covered the causes, how to mitigate them through lifestyle, including food, uh, supplements, and just basically uh, changes you can make with daily routines. So that was, I think is a very, very um, informational episode for our listeners. Doctor, if you could provide us where people can find you, including your your supplement company, the website to it too, so people can get access to your uh, turmeric, that'd be great. Sure. And one last point I would make is focus on gut health. Ooh, I, yeah. I, as you were summarizing, I was like, you know, the other big way to reduce inflammation is heal the gut. Because a lot of times it's our leaky gut or our gut issues that are causing the trouble. So on that last point, my point. website is shivanigupta.com. It's S-H-I-V-A-N-I-Gupta.com. I'm at dr.shivanigupta on Instagram. My supplement company is fusionaryformulas.com, F-U-S-I-O-N-A-R-Y. And I just love educating on how Ayurvedic medicine can transform our health. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we could, I feel like we're going to continue this podcast for another hour. So I want to ask, I want to, I want to dive deeper even into like gluten and things like that, but maybe, maybe we can make that a part two for the future. Sure. Absolutely. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us, doctor. And thank you to all of our listeners for being part of this episode. We'll be back next week with another one until then take care. Thanks so much. 
Hey sisters, just wanted to let you know that all of our podcast episodes have corresponding blog posts that dive deeper into each topic. So head over to PCOSweightloss.org slash blog. Is it slash or is it backslash blog? I don't know. I've always heard one or the other. It's forward slash. Or slash? Just in case, you can also go to PCOSweightloss.org. 